John. 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 Come on. John. John. Bear with me, John. I got to get you off mute and my computer's still doing a spinny circle thing. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. John. All right. Shit. We're connected. Okay. That's a great way to start a show. Uh, hey, sorry been, about that. been there, done that. I know. It's Mike Vandervoort. It's uh, Wednesday, March 14th, and the show is about five minutes in, and, and we had some, my computer had some glitches. I couldn't get John off mute, couldn't get logged in. But anyway, the, the fun of live radio. So our guest today is John Jorgensen. I'm Mike Vandervoort. John, uh, welcome to Drive Through. Thanks for hanging around so I could get us connected. How are you today? I'm doing fine. How are you? Oh, my, it always makes my blood pressure go up when this kind of crap happens, but it's, uh, I'm fine, really, uh, kind of busy month and lots of stuff going on yeah. in my personal life with my, my, yeah, but, you know, um, that's all, a lot of, my wife had surgery for those that, you know, didn't see it on Facebook or whatever, it's not all over the place, but she's doing fine, um, long recovery ahead probably, but, uh, hopefully it, uh, Cures a problem she's been having for a while, so looking looking forward to that. Um, but that's what we're supposed to talk about today, John. So before we uh, before we get going, I know a lot of folks know you. I've known you a long time, but tell us uh, tell us about John Jorgensen and what you do and how you've been involved with SHRM, that kind of stuff. Just so as to introduce to those folks who may not have encountered you in your HR career. Um, I am an HR consultant, independent areas I'll get out. I'm also an instructor for the SHRM Certification Preparation Program at Northern Illinois University, one of the most successful in the country. Um, I have been involved with SHRM longer than I care to think about somewhere in this mess, and if anybody really wants it, I can send them my ASPA membership card. Um, and if you don't know what that is, you're okay. Uh, and yeah, I've been involved Go ahead. Sorry. As I said, I've been involved as a SHRM volunteer leader at both the local, state, and national level. And you're the past prior emeritus chair of Illinois SHRM, president, state chapter, whatever. Something and you're like the that. Band, Hang on. apparently. Yeah. Yeah, it's just my uh it's my landline. Nobody ever calls that, so I'm assuming it's a uh, sales <laughs> call of some type. The only the only people that ever call my landline are either people who are chasing after the person that had the phone number before me, or you know illegal telemarketers who have figured out ways to get around the no call list by telling me they're calling to share information with me or some crap like that. So anyway, you, I hear you. I, I was anyway. you were also long long time uh, long involved for a long time with Illinois Sherm, and I don't know that you have an official role with them anymore, but you were the state president and a number of other things as well. Did, uh, yeah, I don't, work, I'm not sure I have a title, though, that gives me stuff to do. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's like 
Godfather or Grand, you know, yeah, Grand Poobah or something like that. So anyway, something like um, that. Before before we and I, we didn't really get a chance to do pre-show because we were we didn't come on together until post-show. So uh, before we go into the Sherm 18 stuff, um, I, I want to talk about a couple of things. Uh, just personal. So one is, 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 is one I've not talked with anybody, including just, uh, just touched on it barely with, with Dave, but that's, that's HR Puckheads and our little hockey clan embedded in the, in the HR tribe. Um, neither one of, well, one of my teams, my adopted team is doing pretty good this year, but neither one of our hometown teams is doing very well. The Red Wings and the Blackhawks are both kind of in the tank. I don't think either one's going to make the playoffs. Um, How's How's the mood in Chicago around the Blackhawks? Optimistic for the future, or just kind of like? Oh yeah, it's a, we have a fairly young team. If you look at the roster now compared to the roster during the quote glory days unquote, it's total. It's changed a lot. Yep. But I think there's some young talent out there, and I still think we have a pretty damn good coach in Coach Q. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, see where we go from here. Yep. And the Bears. Uh, Who? Bears had a big, big yeah I know the, the the Chicago Bears. They had a big free agent day yesterday, at least on paper. Yeah, I saw some of it, but I don't know how excited I am about it yet. I'm more of a college football guy. Yeah, and that that's the uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes, right? Very good. Yes, I am. I you cut me, I bleed black and gold. <laughs> uh, all right. So sports. Um, let's. I talked to Dave Ryan last week, so mm-hmm. and he, he he of course Dave's you know good friend to both of us and you guys uh, you guys are often share, sharing restaurant recommendations. Uh, he said he was going to write a blog post. Um, you you live in Joliet, am I remember that correctly? You do. So, but well, you're, you're you're like well, I I mentioned on the show with Dave or somebody else that. If anyone had wanted tips about Chicago, check with Dave or John. And I basically said John's a walking encyclopedia of all things Chicago. So I guess um, for those people, I, I've talked to a couple of the bloggers. and It's not only their first time to be on the blog squad, their first trip to Chicago. So I, was, I guess I was going to give you a moment to kind of talk about the, the, you know, those highlighted things, especially food that, that somebody ought to try to do in Chicago for if you have a, you know, if you can crank out a short list out of your long, uh, long, proud history there in Chicago. Um, You definitely need to find a good Italian beef stand. I've got a couple in mind, Uh, Al's, uh, Johnny's, uh, Portilla's. Go in and get yourself an Italian beef combo if you want, which means they throw in an Italian sausage too, with cheese. And my preference is hot jardinera rather than sweet peppers. Mm. Um, Chicago's known for hot dogs, so find a good Chicago hot dog stand. Portillo's is another one of my fa- is one of my favorites there. And like I said in a little blurb I did earlier on, whatever you do, and I know a couple people out there are gonna, probably going to ask me what the hell is going on. Do not ask for ketchup on a Chicago hot dog if you're over the age of ten. Period. End of statement. Thank you very much. <laughs> I know. I always I always tease you about put ketchup on it on Facebook because that's Chicago, Chicago folks are firm in their in their belief. What what about pizza? Um, I mean that's the Chicago's known for deep dish pizza. I have a couple of spots that I can recommend: uh, Lou Malnati's, 
Giordano's. Um, I think there's a Lou Malnati somewhere close to uh, McCormick, if I remember right. Okay. Um, then if you go down to like the near north side or anything like that, you've got Gino's, Eduardo's. Um, none of those four you can go wrong with if you want a deep dish pizza. And there are some good thin crust pizzas around Chicago, too, for those who are daunted by thick don't, crust pizza. Don't like that add the carbs. They just want to get straight to the cheese sauce and, and other toppings. Um, oh, yeah. then, the, then the last thing, I, I, I threw out a tip about the architectural tour, the, the river tour. I thought that, I think that's oh, yeah. one of the coolest things there is in Chicago. I mean, there, and, and of course the museums and, and Navy Pier and, a bunch, you know, the, the tower, you know, and the glass cage and all that kind of stuff. But what's like one, what's like one lesser known place that you would recommend people go if they, they want to kind of take in some of the Chicago, you know, vibe without being just a tourist? Got any one spot? If, you'd, you'd... If, if you have time, the Chicago Historical Society. Uh, it's at the south end of Lincoln Park, just a little south of the Lincoln Park Zoo. Uh, is very underrated. I mean, if you want to see things, and I don't, I haven't been there in a couple of years, so I don't know if they still have, if they have them out on display or if they're reorganizing things. That is the building you can go in and see the bed that Lincoln died in from the Peterson House in Washington. Um, you can see the table that the surrender for the Civil War was signed at in Appomattox. And a bunch of cool stuff about Chicago, like the blues and you know, the old, uh, the old old CTA and that type of thing. So um, that's my one sort of hidden gem in the city. Okay, cool. And I know I know it's too big. We could do an hour just talking about various spots, probably. But um, so one thing I wasn't clear on, John. I guess I guess this year you're actually on the blog. I mean. And I, I don't mean to imply that you weren't in the past, but for the last few years you've worked at the bookstore. So is that is that continuing, or are you are you just going to blog, blog and do social media stuff this time around? I wasn't wasn't real sure which which avenue you were following for Sherm eighteen. Um, the sh- uh, in the past I've been involved in both. Um, uh, mostly it originally started with the bookstore a long time ago, me and Big Joe Schmettinghoff. and uh, yeah. last year I was in asked by the bookstore manager to use my social media exposure, talents, whatever you want to call it, to interview and blog about the writers who are speakers and the speakers who are writers. Um, okay. And their book signings and all that type of thing, which I'll be doing this year. And I'm, I guess I'm a, officially a member of the blog squad this year. And I have been Dude, in the past I, I in Vegas, I think I was. Yeah, but you're going to focus in on primarily on the the authors, right, and writers and speakers through the bookstore. Is that that's kind of the specialized primarily? Yeah. Uh, that's um, what I've been asked to do. Cool. So, I, um, I since I've been doing these shows every day, and I have like literally every day, you know, every weekday for the next rest of the month booked out so far. I haven't been as diligent about looking at the uh, at the speakers and you know that kind of people who are going to be in the bookstore for book signings. Do you know some of the folks you're going to be going to have a chance to talk to and 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 hopefully do oh, yeah. some pieces on? You want to share um, those I don't do keynotes. I don't do keynotes. Um, I do. Okay. I don't want to say lesser known because some of the names that people are going to hear right now are probably very familiar with. I've reached out to six or seven so far because I don't have the final book list yet. 
um, yep. which I talked to the books about Vince Caldwell yesterday, and he's going to try and get to me that he said. But right now, I'm tentative, not tentatively, I will be writing about Steve Brown, uh, okay. Valerie Grubb, Cy Wakeman, uh, Tim Sackett, Alex Alonso, and I'm forgetting one. Hang on a second. I may have it written down here somewhere. Uh, of course not. But, you know, th- those pop right to head. Uh, Tim's a new author. Uh, I've known Tim for probably as long as I've known you. Uh, he's got an yeah. interesting yeah. perspective on technology and recruiting. Um, I didn't know he had a book out. Uh, is that what it's, it's about? It hasn't, hit the, it hasn't hit the streets yet. The first place okay. it will be available is at Sherm, uh, the recruiting conference Sherm has out in Vegas. Um, okay. But it will be and available that's like, at, that's like at the end of April or something. It, it, it's it's, yeah, some, it's yeah. coming up, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I have the title well, around here somewhere. I, that's, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Valerie has a new book out called uh, Clash of Generations, Managing the New Workplace Reality. She's a very interesting and breath of fresh air to some of the writers and that type of thing. Interesting person. She's the queen of New Orleans. Um Let's see. Well, Steve Brown is the godfather of all Steve, HR. Yeah, Steve kicked off the, this this series of episodes oh, yeah. for us, so that was that was fun. And yeah, he's I, I've known like you. I've known I've probably known Steve longer than you have. And um, yeah. yeah, just continue. I don't know. I've known him about twenty years. So you might know okay. Him well, then you've got me beat. Steve and I met. Uh, I was going to say Go Steve ahead. and I met when we were both state directors. He in Ohio, me in Illinois. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, mean, I met Steve remote. I, I met Steve remotely before um, social media really existed. It was still in the AOL and CompuServe days, and he was <laughs> doing a, a local radio show on NPR, not NPR, but the local NPR affiliate yeah. in Chicago, talking about careers. And he was also doing um, the H. What, what is it? Career HR Net, whatever, whatever that's you know, that long-standing group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was doing that and, and, and doing the lyrics and, and all that stuff. And so I, uh, I contacted him a couple of times through, through those kind of media, but we never actually met until, you know, we, we started hanging out at Sherm through social media, but I knew him and knew of it for quite a while. So I guess, you know, yeah, I you think, may have known. I think I met him face to face about the same time I met you face to face at San Diego Sherm conference in 2008, nine, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe how long ago that was. Um, I keep I keep saying that every show. It's like, wow, we're ten years. How, how did a decade go by, and how are we still on Twitter? Um, Donald Trump, I guess. Um, anyway, <laughs> I stay away from that. In, in, completely out of out of Illinois, completely out of the realm of Sherm. Interesting outcome to that uh, local election in uh, Pennsylvania. Not finished yet, but it looks like maybe the Democrat. He's declared yep. uh, Connor Lane, I think his name is, has declared himself the winner unofficially by like 600 votes. So that's a very interesting uh, leading indicator of where next year's election or this year's election later this year might go. I don't know. Anyway, um, let's, uh, so so you've got. Are you going to do anything else, or is that is that kind of the focus of your Sherm? Uh, your Sherm writing and blogging. Are you going to be going to sessions as well, John? Because when you were in the book oh, yeah. store, I, you, you kind of worked in there or, you know, helped out in there setting it up and stuff. But I did, I, I'm not real sure exactly what your role was a couple years, you know, with the bookstore. So, yeah. 
Are there any? Well, last uh, year. Go ahead. Well, I'll be, you know, seeing, especially speakers who are writers. Um, I'll probably hit theirs up. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm sure I'll be in the bookstore helping out here and there. Um, Yeah. Last year, I even ran a couple of the vendor booths in the bookstore, uh, the Sherm Learning System and J.J. Keller. I helped out (laughs) with them for a while. Uh, Sherm is, is, if Sherm is one thing, it's willing to put volunteers to work at any moment. and I uh, huh. that's and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I hear you. Think, you know uh, that you know that as well as anybody. Yeah. Did you uh did you follow on on Twitter? Uh the, the Sherm Legislative Legal Conference was was ju- just finished up you know, like yesterday or something. Maybe it's still finishing up today. I think today may actually be day on the hill. Um Johnny Taylor spoke there. Did you see the the topic he talked about where Sherm's gonna take a much I have- more active Active, activist role. That's that was he said that a couple of times, not only there but in another um, speech or whatever you want to call it. He does seem to be a little bit more outgoing than Hank was. I mean, I've been friends with Hank hell as long, excuse me, heck as long as you have. Uh, I like oh, Hank as a person. <laughs> yeah, I should know that better between you and Tin Cup. Yeah. And, anyway, right. Um, but no, I and like I said, I, I like Hank as a person. He's not a bad manager, he, and he took an, took a lot of grief for this. He's not an HR person; he's an accountant. But right at the time, that's probably what Sherm needed. Um, and like I said, as a person, I like him. I remember Johnny vaguely from his time as chairman of the board at Sherm. Um, so I, this year will be a little I, bit. Yeah, I didn't know Johnny in that capacity. I remember seeing him speak at a conference a couple times in the 90s, and I know he was very – and, of course, speaking and leading Sherm are two entirely different things, but uh, yes. he was very – I remember he was very dynamic, very energetic, very polished. Um, so when he took over, I guess um, – and I actually – I saw Hank last year at the, uh, at National, and I went up and, you know, told him that probably wouldn't see him again, you know, before he left, and that turned out to be true. But I actually thanked him for the job he did. I I, I thought, you know, sure, there were a few years there where it was kind of erratic yeah. at, the, at the board level, and I feel like if Hank, you know, whatever, whatever his legacy is, you know, or whatever your opinion of him was, you know, HR person or not, I do think he brought stability to the organization and kind of moved him Moved them forward, you know, whether you agree with everything he did or not. And no one, oh, yeah. no organization with a couple hundred thousand members is ever going to agree totally. But I, I thought he did a, a pretty decent job, uh, you know, overall, and especially given the kind of the, the challenges he inherited when he took over. So, yeah, right. I was, uh, I'm kind of, kind of excited about Johnny. I, I'm looking forward to getting a chance to meet him hopefully at National um, in person so that I can you know, kind of start hopefully to build a bitter bit of a relationship with him. Um, Steve, Steve Brown has good good uh, good things to say about him, at least coming out of the gate. So that's reassuring to me as well. Um, I had a, but I had uh, I, one thing about uh, Hank, I thought he was a good manager. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I think at the time, Sherm probably needed. He actually had a sense of humor, too, which is going to freak a lot of people out. Uh, yeah, and but, when, you, uh, when, you, when you first met him, you didn't necessarily – get that perspective from him but he he did yeah he definitely did um so 
where do you know where you're staying in Chicago, or have you done? Or because you're you're not gonna you're not gonna drive from Joliet on a daily basis. I guess that would be could you take the train, or are you gonna go? Are you gonna stay in town? Uh, either I'm gonna find a place in town, or I will drive every day. Man, okay. So I, just, I, I know thought I had something, but yeah, it's no, a it's not. <laughs> it's not. I mean, I I, I thought I had something going, and it kind of fell through at the last minute. So that's something I'm dealing with today. I so if anybody has a Winnebago, they want to park outside or something, let me know. <laughs> go, go go camping in the McCormick Place parking lot. You have to you have to find a plug in at one of the one of the uh, stations that takes money or whatever for the parking fees. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try a bed and breakfast uh, as opposed to the Sherm uh, Hotel, or at least that's what I've, I've got one booked. So I'm undecided yet. There's there's a part of me that likes to hoard hotel points and and get the the credit for the stays yeah. to keep my status. So, um, I, but I, right now I've got a room booked at a bed and breakfast, which would be would be different, but it would require a you know a bit of an Uber ride every day to get down to McCormick, which is not a bad thing, I guess. Uber or Lyft. Um, well, hell, since let's we got talk. It wouldn't be the first. I was going to say, Go let's ahead. talk. It wouldn't be the first time you and I've split a place for an annual. That's true. We could. We could take a look at that. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that offline, not on the show. Um, no. Because I, I, right now I can cancel at no penalty. So, well, yeah, let's look at that. Um, I, we started late, John, so we, we're just under five minutes. Um, okay. What else, like, Term certification stuff. Um, how's that? I mean, how's that progressing? And I'm, I'm a my organization Q is an approved vendor, so I have to say I yeah. find their process for submitting stuff very smooth, um, very easy to work with, which is great. Um, but you, you, you teach. You're you've been certified for a long time. How's that? How's that all shaken out for Sherm at this point? Because it's a couple years in now, at least, if not more. Oh, it's four. It's four years. I just had to get recertified, and I was one of the first non-SHRM staff years? members to be certified. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think, and I agree with you, the SHRM re, are getting credit for recertification is very smooth, um, as opposed to the <clears throat> the other organization, which lately has thrown up some roadblocks. Which I handle certification for the our local chapter too. So in addition to teaching, I'm kind of. I see the best of both wor- the best of both worlds. Right. Um, I, right. I like the SHRM certification program better. I always thought HRCI was kind of like your final exam for your masters in HR. A lot of you know laws and cases and that type of thing. They didn't talk much about competencies. Um, right. And I think that's one of the things that SHRM talks about that you know business acumen, communication, um, and that type of thing, which I I find very refreshing that, you know, sort of HR is branching out into how to manage things, not just how to police things. Um, so I yeah. I like it. And if anybody's interested in an online program, reach out to me and I'll get you hooked up. For, That's for what the, I teach. To teach classes for the SHRM certification for those that want to get it for the first time, right? Right. I teach the, recertification, I, the certification prep course for Northern Illinois University. And, you, and it's available online as opposed to in a room. So cool. Yeah, um, I mean we do yeah. it online. Yep. And that type of thing. So. Is it video or? Uh, the one we do online is primarily through what's called Adobe Connect, so it's all audio. 
Mm-hmm. So there is a video portion to it that preps for each class where you can go in and, you know, hear a guy talk and well no, it's not well yeah, it's video I, I, in the fact that we do slides. You're not, you're it's uh, kinda like a webinar that, kinda like a webinar format that yeah, you're, with Adobe exactly. you're, you're talking but you're 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 talking behind your slides as opposed to seeing them you uh like live in, in person. Exactly. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and all of our all of our instructors are certified, have been since day one, and we most of us have all been were had the legacy certification for a long time too, and taught that for a number of years. Yeah. So I, um, I guess we well, talk um, about. I had a um, I actually have a call today with HRCI. I had a, a little bit of a bone to pick with them on Facebook a few weeks ago and I wound up talking to Amy. I think you probably saw that thread. I don't mean I'm not gonna bash yeah, the RCI but um Oh I won't yeah, either. it was uh, I but anyway they were <clears throat> they you know I reached out and talked to Amy and she she listened to what I had to say and I'm gonna talk Good. to their d- director of customer service something today. I, so trying I'm gonna give them I'm gonna I'll be positive in my in my uh, or I'll try to be positive in my uh negative experience feedback, right? I'm trying to give them, you know, honest, structured criticism. Good. But, uh, yeah, there's a couple of things they could do better from my perspective. Anyway, listen, you, you probably heard we're down to the last 90 seconds. So, so first of all, I want to thank you, John, for being on the show today and, and kind of living with me through the, uh, through this, the start of the show. Um, where can people find you on Twitter and so forth before we get out of here? Uh, Twitter, I am JKJHR. Um, fair, hopefully easy to find there. Uh, if they want to find me on yep. LinkedIn, uh, I don't even remember what it is. Just John K. Jorgensen. It's John, uh, Jor- Sherman. John Jorgensen. And John Jorgensen yeah, and sure. Juliet. You'll find him on LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't even know if LinkedIn says Juliet or not. It might say Chicago area. But anyway, um, do me a do me a favor, though, if you're going to hook up with me on LinkedIn, let me know how we know each other, where you heard of me or anything like that. I'm getting too many weird uh, requests. There's a lot of fake accounts on LinkedIn now. Anyway, all right, John, we got, we're last 10 seconds. So thanks for being on the show, and I'll, I'll follow up with you on maybe a, a split in the place. So talk to you soon, okay, buddy? All right, thank you, Mike. Take care. Thanks, John. You too, bye.